0: Welcome to fourth times the charm. Where niches mean. I am your producer Ben, alongside your director Matt, Hello. and your star of the show. It's the big mountain peak. It's Monty. Oh. All right,
1: like I'll take that. I'll take.
0: Word that. Yeah. on the street is that you're gonna ask us questions about something. And we're going to talk about them. We're going to have a festival over your findings. And I want you to explain to me what we are finding Uh. today. Monty.
1: We are going to see if we can talk about your thoughts. You guys' thoughts uh, on the journey that I've taken you guys on, which is the Mr. Vampire Saga. Uh, And obviously we only watched the... The more uh, memorable ones that I...
0: I'm I, sad we I didn't think. watch the American knockoff of it. Yeah, I know. I really want to go You back. know
1: what? I just found out that Michelle Yeoh has the rights to do the American remake in her production really? company. So I'm actually curious when that's Do we have faith happen. in Michelle Yeoh? She actually brought it up uh, on the tour of, I believe, um, everything, everywhere, all at once.
0: So oh, hell it yeah! Pretty recent
1: okay. Stuff. What if so, she gets the yeah.
2: What if she gets the Daniels to do a modern version? Um, that, that. So I. So, but be I. I before we get into some theory crafting here, Monty, yep, yep. can you can you introduce everybody to? Mr. Vampire and and how you found it because this, this is a like a childhood joy like love of yours right
1: yeah like I I think we talked about it on the first uh, episode that I joined in with mm-hmm. you guys in the past but um just to take it back a little bit take it back,
2: um, it back. <laughs> we're
1: all taking it back um, Mr. Vampire I was introduced to it when I was I think studying in Taiwan um, when I was around I would say uh correct me if I'm wrong, Matt. I will probably be around yeah, grade one or two. Uh so yeah, I'd be probably grade like grade around
2: eight think. is like first and second. Yeah, eight. yeah.
1: So um I For when we American saw listeners. when we saw the movie trailer back then, it was like really creepy. They did try to do it the the same way as, you know, how you know the, the western introduced dracula like the the mm. you know the the one the black and white dracula so they kind of like oh, did so it loud. very creepy and stuff uh okay. no not not nosferatu the, the dracula the what's his name that classic
0: stoker uh oh, not stoker, the creator the,
1: the star that played dracula he's
0: oh no, uh, 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 no, no you're talking like lon chaney era right uh, Who is it? Like Lon Chaney, Boris Karloff.
1: Bo- uh, no, not wasn't Boris Karloff. Bella Lugosi. Oh, Bella, Bella Lugosi. Lugosi. Yeah, 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 and 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 I, God, I How remember... do we
0: forget the name Bella Lugosi for Dracula? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that I mean, is, is that amazing. not the most Dracula adjacent name? You out know, it? I don't I don't know
2: if I've really even watched. I I don't remember the last time I've even watched Dracula The Wolfman or Planet Nine from Outer Space Oh we gotta do
1: something like that Guys we gotta Son
2: of Frankenstein meets Wolfman And they're all like
1: 70 minutes They're They're
0: all like 70 minutes As well so they're pretty poppable well, yeah, are, yeah, these are 1930s movies.
1: <laughs> but yeah, no. So when they introduced that on screen uh, on TV, um, it was like kind of like very teaserish, and then I was okay. really curious. I'm like, what, what is this? And um, my aunt was uh, gave took us out for a surprise to go watch this movie. And I'll show you. I'll, I'll explain how ghetto it is. It was in the okay. middle of a parking lot that they cleared. <laughs> In in Chai City uh, in Taiwan. And um, uh, we all had to bring our little stools. (laughs) <laughs> like what is kids that's
0: awesome like
1: you know stools like i'm talking about stools that are made out of plastic you can find them at a your local yeah. chinese like
2: kid, like collapsible camping stools oh
1: no 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 not even oh. collapsible no, just like stools, it's like just right? rubber it's like just made a out of hard stool? plastic hard plastic yeah. stool okay um so we all took that and we sat down on Mind you, they don't announce it. This is like, I could say this is one of my first film fest in my life. <laughs> uh, they don't announce what movie is playing. They just told us, right. okay, find a good spot. We got to get there early, find a good spot, and then just sit and just wait. And when the movie started, it was it was Mr. Vampire, produced by the great Samuel Hung. And, you know, it starred at the time all these um, upcoming uh, stuntmen, It's like uh, Lam Ching-Ying, who plays the main Taoist priest. He, fun fact, was Bruce Lee's right hand. He was Bruce Lee's most favorite stunt coordinator. And word is, Bruce Lee will not start filming until he arrives on set.
2: Oh, I like that. Huh. Well, this movie does have all of the movies to like have outstandingly surprisingly good stunts.
1: Yeah.
0: Like even with the comedy. And well, with I, I would say surprisingly for the first one, not knowing anything. After that, sure, I was yeah. like, all right. Was all right mm-hmm. I'm expecting it. And they yeah. deliver.
1: And uh, so it brought in a lot of, because uh, I, I just read about, I did a little history on this. Apparently, Mr. Vampire was actually made over budget by a lot. Oh. Um, it went like completely negative and that it was, it was so over budget that Samuel hung the executive producer mm-hmm. um, had money on the table the night of the premiere ready to pay his debt to clear oh his debt because fuck. he did not think it was going to happen. And in, 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 in Asia, whenever they premiere, it's not like, Uh, in in North America when they premiere a movie they would do it for they'll pick like typically a Friday and then just run it the whole day it's actually like a midnight it starts at midnight so you think about it if people if your movie is like not great um, you're definitely on your premiere night. It's not gonna. Yeah. It's not gonna happen. And then you're. Oh, then back then, I think the Hong Kong industry was run by a lot of triads. So they'll come knocking on the door if you owe them money, for sure. So, yeah. So well, uh, the triads
2: apparently liked it. They paid them off because <laughs> it got nominated for 13 awards at the fifth Hong Kong Film Awards. And probably. it won for best. It won for best film score. Yeah. It's,
0: it's a catchy film score. I like, yeah yeah will yeah. yeah
1: and so anyways, long story short, uh, I saw the movie. We all wowed it. Like a whole yeah. bunch of us, you know, rotten nosed little kids, all loved the movie. And it's become ingrained in my head that every time when my friends uh, ask me mm-hmm. what is a movie, uh, an Asian film that I you know, that they should watch that's yeah. horror related. And I said, Asians rarely make a very true, true horror film. That's the yeah. saying, is because they always throw in some sort of comic relief uh, a lot just to calm things down for the audience. Yeah, so I, it. I say, it's this is not a horror film, but I would say this is Hong Kong's monster flick. It's Hong Kong's answer to its Whoa. own Dracula film that's that a good call well, yeah. and the yeah. thing
2: i found i find the most fascinating about it and we talked about this in regards to the folk horror nature of like a lot of japanese and chinese cinema which is kind of it underpins a lot of everything yes and this yeah. and this and this movie specifically sits firmly in the uh folk and religious and and cultural history of the jeng shai Zheng shi jeng shi Zheng, I, almost, I said it right in my head. Damn it. dyslexia. <laughs> uh, Cause the, the Zhang, are uh Japanese hopping vampires are just reanimated. They're not even necessarily vampires. The reanimated corpses yes. that Taoist priests reanimate using sigils to help bring people back to their graves to be buried. Yes. Um, or, to, or it's like, it's a, th- it's a thing of love. It's like a, the, from what, and we'll talk about this a little bit when I get to like my feelings about the series is that like the, the Zhengxi aren't necessarily scary they're they like they exist sometimes as a um as like a necessity when they're being controlled by Talis priests for like real for like normal reasons yeah and then they can then, then if they're they're not, like put cars your rest...
0: they're a normal part of life but you don't want one mad at you
2: <laughs> yeah or
1: out of
0: control
2: That's uh, so right. you know
1: what the, the but the, there's one thing they they do is that um when this film was written, um, it was actually taking something that historically happened and mm-hmm. uh, like it did. It, it's something that's very common in, in the culture, in Chinese culture yeah. or Asian culture, if you say um, that, you know, back then if you were traveling abroad, because most of the time people do travel abroad like today to yeah. work in big cities. And if you pass away in the, in the big city far from your home um yeah your 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 roots you have to always come back home and they used to have towers priests um bring these kind of like it's like today's uh at funeral homes when they you know um go to the hospital they pick up the. The said yeah. person, and then they drive them to the funeral home. It's kind of like that. So they would hold the funeral back in their hometown with their families and everything. But the fictionalizing is um, the, the vampires, the Jiangxi, don't really hop in the movie, oh. they fictionalize it to make them hop, just to add a little fantasy. Into oh
2: man, it. I'm, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna, whatever you say next, I'm gonna firmly believe that in the <laughs> traditional mythology they hop. that's yeah. the fucking coolest thing. It made me sigh, made me giggle the, like a little the, boy. The, when the I hop saw that. is
0: like the signature thing, and it's very yes. clever because it's like you know rigor mortis is set in; they can't fully move, so yeah. they hop. And yes. it's honestly the like that thing in general sets the tone for the whole movie where it's like yeah it's kind of silly but But, you know
1: yeah but if you think if it's a stiff corpse it's not going to be able to walk but right exactly
2: and and this and this is a a cinematically in hong kong cinema the the zhang shi like boom was a huge boom In the filming industry there in the 80s and through the 90s, there's tons of movies and like the earliest, apparently, according according to Wikipedia, you know, Mm -hmm. a a trusted source, the the earliest um, vampire film produced in China was in 1936, uh, which is a movie that the title translates to Midnight Vampire. Um, and then it wasn't really, there weren't very many and says really until like the seventies. And then it was in the mid early eighties yeah and everything blew up with, with a film directed by So Mo encounters of the spooky kind, yes. which is a goddamn yes. amazing title. Have you guys no. seen that film?
1: Oh, okay. I'll introduce you guys to that one.
2: And it's a, and these are all, these are all Kung Fu horror comedies. Like it yes. has all three yes. elements, like very firmly, like crazy good wire work.
1: Yeah. Um, a lot of stunts, a lot of stunts. Yeah, good a lot stunts. of
0: stunts, a lot yeah. of good comedy. So my yeah. question, though, yes. is that wh- what does the movie scene look like at this time? Like, how many movies do you guys generally have in a year? Is it, like, big business or... It's, it or was smaller like, as what's the far vibe? as I
1: re- as far as I remember there were a lot of movies but most of the time the films you see were mostly um, at that time it was also like action film like Jackie Chan's police Dude, story Brian. that was big but no one's actually done uh, a horror slash martial art film and, and yeah, that, that and to, was sort what, of
0: my follow-up like was yeah. there a lot of horror in general
1: there were there were a okay. few horror films um that i can name a few that the shaw brothers uh has yeah, produced they're famous for it. yeah they're known for their martial arts film but there are a few very twisted horror films that actually came what
0: would you say out. is a good example of
1: there of is a horror movie uh, of the era,
0: and like, is there an American movie that you could compare it to? Um, well, don't we
2: have like The Ring?
0: No, well, oh, ring so, came I'm, later. I'm saying like, yeah, of, later. like,
2: of this era, of Shaw like, Brother movies. eras, uh, what do you need What do you Because these were the biggest movies of the time.
1: It was something and like in
2: everything, everything I'm reading is well, like but the... that's what I'm no, saying because th- this is no, like
0: but... horror, sort of leaning towards. Because the comedy, 80s, 80s, like and the 90s it's more 90s were like Monty biggest... said, it's more monster movie. But, yeah. like, what does like the horror scene look yes. like so, in this time period? Which, during Mr. movie came time, out what year again?
1: The 84? 84, 84. Right. Yeah. Is yeah. it 84, right?
0: Or 84, yeah. Well, what yeah.
1: about
2: well, what, Monty? What about uh, John Woo's The Killer?
1: That 98. came out in '98, yeah. But that's yeah. like Man, that's let him when <laughs> answer
2: the question. I'm just excited. I like these movies too. <laughs> okay, I'm looking so at a list. Let me let me go to let
1: me let me answer Ben's. So the Sharp Brothers produced. um there's this movie called I think uh, Black Magic, and it was in, it was during an era where in Hollywood was making horror films like Rosemary's Baby. Pre-exercise, I think like Body Snatchers is one of them. The the one with uh, uh, Donald Sullivan. It was like don't. It it was during that time where you know you watch these movies as like very eerie, very creepy uh, esque vibe from it. So I think the Shaw Brothers they tried to do that. Um, But mind you, the a lot of Hong Kong horror films at that time were mostly inspired by the the british uh, horror films kind of mm, like okay. you know when um what's that movie where they had a whole bunch of uh fake trailers uh the the grindhouse films you know how oh, um, there was like death, um, death
2: race and um
1: uh that one with um
2: i think it's yes yeah, the grindhouse feature by Gabriel
1: yeah. del toro no, no no um no it wasn't Guillermo del toro it was uh oh my god Sorry, guys. Oh, uh, uh, Richard
2: so Rodriguez. Uh, Robert Rodriguez.
1: Robert Rodriguez was did that. Quentin
2: Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez. Yeah. yeah.
1: So there's like that that trailer called Don't, which is directed yep. by. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like that. Those type of. Uh, oh, yeah. You can say, yeah, Italian horror was a huge inspiration for Hong Kong's uh, okay. cinemas. cinemas. Um, there was a lot of stuff like that that came out during that they, time. They do but, a lot with color, like
2: like you yeah, said, like like Argento. and
1: um and and nothing really hit. But the thing is, there wasn't that much action. It was always mm. someone running away from the killer, or you know, the okay. killer hunting around people. So they kind of, I think, uh, Samuel Hung's idea was, like you said, it did derive from encounters of a spooky kind, and um, and kind of evolved into that. Mm. And, and it, it was a surprise hit. It wasn't. He, like I said he wasn't expecting he was so far in debt on the budget it was right. ridiculous like he was not expecting it to become something big um so fast forwarding a bit to near the end of the the 90s era um, the same director not Samuel Hung, um Ricky Lau I think yeah. he Ricky Lau. yeah Ricky Lau directed the first Mr Vampire and then in between they had the same star same feel but go on you know, telling different stories. Uh, but it just kind of gone off track. So the final film, which is the the second film that I led you guys on this journey, was Mr. Vampire Saga 4. And okay. it was kind of Ricky kind of saying, guys, that's it. I'm going to do this one. This is my send-off. This is me closing the books. Um, we're done with the Mr. Vampire yeah. series. And, and I... I, I know I asked Ben and you at the time, and I think Ben said that he found Mister Vampire Four a really good follow up. It was incredible. I I
0: think well, that it's... I think that for introducing people to the series, yes. Mister Vampire the... Four fills all the blanks I had from watching yeah. the first Mister Vampire. Like I think, so what I do can you mean by and watch? Like, like I'm it, just curious, Mister Vampire mr vampire doesn't have like a very hollywood structure to it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. essentially a collection of short stories mm-hmm. that they tie mm-hmm. together but like a lot of it is just very like it, it it's a it's an adjustment period i feel like uh, mr vampire okay. I think, 4
1: I think where I know where you're things. going with it. Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah. Mr. Yeah. Vampire 4 is structured a lot more like a traditional Hollywood movie. Yeah. It's like, yeah, the side stories are there, but they're very clearly B plots and C plots. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like there is one through line throughout all of it. It's a lot easier. I mean, it's not easier to follow, but like, but like the checkpoints in your mind make more yeah. like a uh, theatrical sense. Mm-hmm. you know what so most... watching that i'm like oh all this clicks now
1: the the yeah, most right. common thing i found that it's either i'm glad you guys liked it uh like four number four uh i agree yeah, uh, but well, a lot of my friends say that it's more wacky and funnier than yeah the original was gonna be but well, sorry to well, cut you well, off Matt, Matt, point... like what were your thoughts on on it
2: then well, to to me, what what makes the first one special, which is what to me makes the second one also special and interesting. The fourth is it the fourth one? Yes, the second one we watched. Um, mm-hmm. like and and I I watched a an amazing video by the uh, YouTuber Accented Horror mm-hmm. Or Accented mm-hmm. Cinema. Yes, yes. Um, yeah. And I his thesis really really put it together for me. Which it's is amazing. Yeah. What makes Mr. Vampire so special and so endearing, and and I think the fourth one really solidifies that is that the the notion of what the story is it's a family story yeah it's about it's about it's a movie to watch to help kids and families talk about death and to see death and to not treat it as something spooky like they they never make the the the, uh the funeral home or like the death environment like scary it's when when it's done right and respectfully it's like shown like this is a beautiful nice thing yeah um and what makes that so different is it made me think of a, a movie that ben and i have both loved uh which is the phantasm series which is like kind of like the uh, not the american mr vampire because it's not funny no but it is like a ridiculous movie about a like more people who work in a in a mortuary yes and like the and even in that movie no matter what is going on no matter it's a safe happy scene the the cemetery or the mortuary is always terrifying yeah and i loved how this movie this movie and the fourth one made a big effort of making everything seem like Loving and caring, and that the characters yeah. really wanted something good to happen. It was like it, it's a movie that makes you smile. Yeah, everyone's like an very, action horror comedy. Everyone's
0: very well meaning. Yeah, which mm-hmm. is which is nice. Um, this is this I, is. 100%. I sort of wonder how America would be if if most of our well this this trended to, towards to,
2: tonally. This movie reminds me a lot of Coraline, which is a movie that has distinct horror elements. Mm -hmm. but has a charming wit, a beautiful aesthetic. And it's kind of meant to be watched by families Um, because it, it never is so scary that like, like when you watched it at like eight or nine, eight or nine years old, you were never probably, you probably were never like horrified by the movie Like you would be, if you watched nightmare on Elm street um, at that age, where in like Coraline, same way, like there's moments where it will be scary, but really it's a family story. And it's about teaching lessons to kids and adults who are watching it together. Um, and it, it really, I don't know. It, the, the movie really like became that much more endearing to me. Yeah. Um, and then I loved when we watched, um, the third, the third movie, uh, where it truly ties everything
0: together. The latest movie. Yeah. yeah so
1: awesome. after, the third, after the, the third
0: movie we watched,
1: yeah. The, so after that, I'm sure in, uh, accent theater, the, he talks about it he goes yeah the vamp mr vamp the vampire the jangshi uh era kind of just died out and there was a yeah. gap and then after mr vampire i consider it the official you know the the official uh, anthology of all the films uh was the last one put out in 1998 fast forward to 2013, a director Juno Mac. Also, that shit, like I appreciate. He's a very art house style director. Uh, mind you, he came he came out as a pop star in Hong Kong, but oh, that really? didn't that didn't go far for him. But he, What's I think his he found biggest
0: it. hit.
1: I don't even know. Uh,
0: oh, man. <laughs> but
1: I only know I him that. for his movies. But like a fan like me, as like when he was a song. kid, uh, he he actually wanted to make a film as a tribute to the Mr. Vampire oh. and kind of like um, bringing it all back one last time. Like, give it a justice. A give it, like, something. Uh, give it a, cl- a proper closure. Or, I, I, you know what? That's the only mixed message after watching that at the TIFF, Toronto Film Fest, nice. when I saw Rigor Mortis. Like, I was trying to understand, was he just trying to do, did he do this film as kind of like bring out his the child mem- childhood memories for him uh like okay. me like for all these yeah. mr vampire films or was he trying to reignite that fire that Love was burned
2: and out? passion
1: yeah, yeah. To see Maybe. if he can inspire it. Because he actually collaborated with Takishi Shibitsu, who is known as the creator for The Grudge in Japan. Oh, so he put, I, mean, I they can both see that. Together the,
0: that. I, I can see that in the final movie.
1: Yeah, yeah. So now that we're on this one, what did you guys think? I know I never asked you because we were all so tired that night after <laughs> watching it, but how, how, what did you guys, what are your thoughts, uh, Ben? Uh,
0: I have it right up there with. Uh, vampire four Mm -hmm. i i i think that i mean it's too different of a movie yeah to really compare but i mean it's it's a bang up movie and honestly i put it right up there with like the grudge or ringu or Mm -hmm. or any of those uh i mean i guess just because it's older it didn't you know get the u.s appeal
1: but how did I mean, you guys feel about modernizing it? What are your thoughts? On that?
0: I liked it. I yeah. thought it, I I thought it felt it felt right. Like <laughs> whatever they were doing, I was like, this feels natural because I wasn't sure how they were going to adapt it. I didn't go in with any yeah preconceived Expertion. notions, but like everything felt right, and also. You know, the movie starts out essentially as a straight up horror and then it lightens up as it goes on. Very yeah, haunted the, the mansion. The movie, yeah. the movie gets surprisingly
2: it. approachable as it goes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> despite but, um, despite where it starts and some yeah. of the imagery yeah. it
2: has. That might have just been us getting used to it though. But I don't know. I, I appreciated that it, it felt, yeah, it felt like the same characters had been doing the same thing since the original movie. And it mm-hmm. had this like, it had this vibe where it's despite its aesthetic and it's the intensity of it. It felt like it had kind of the same heart without the comedy being there. And it mostly just being the horror. It still managed to capture this kind of like insulated, almost community vibe.
1: Mm, that's true. But it I, is I like every bill, bu- everyone in that building has, uh, yeah. has their own characteristics, but it does. Doesn't it remind you, give you a feel of, a certain horror movie in, or it doesn't have to be horror, but our thriller, like in Hollywood, like there's something about it that reminds me of a Hollywood, how Hollywood film. That's kind of in the same vein, I guess. Mm. Like I, I can't put my finger on it though.
2: But, there well, there. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't, it's not the same, but there's, um, I think it's, is it VHS or not? Uh, VHS, the, the 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 Mexican horror film where they like go into the apartment building. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about
1: wreck recording. Yeah, or the yeah. Hollywood remake Quarantine.
2: Yes. no, wreck. No, rec. no yeah. not not the Hollywood remake. Okay. Not at all.
1: Yeah, you No, right. it, does, yeah, it, does. it does. Yeah,
2: like it's like wreck through the lens of like the producer of the garage. You are
1: right. You are so right. Yeah, because it does have a zo- the zombie. Thing, zombie yeah, thing going I,
2: on, and the yeah. Jeng, the Jengshi are kind of like zombie,
1: yes, thing, yes,
2: undead things.
1: Yeah, but yeah, are hard, hard to I, kill. <laughs> you can't yeah, chop off the head very for hard, some reason. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. I I never really put to see it that way, but it's it's really yeah, good, good I, to see if it. If I
2: had, if I had to compare, it, if like the first thing that pop like spring to mind was was that movie.
1: Yeah, but uh-huh. did you guys feel the ending was pretty good like a good close off finally shutting the, the the you know bringing down the drapes to the mr vampire saga. i felt
0: satisfied
2: yeah i felt i yeah. almost i i need to watch it again because i was a half corpse <laughs> yeah myself. you were dead I at was, the end of that i was yeah. i was like
0: how far are we gonna get in this discussion before Matt just starts making up like what he thought of parts of the movie <laughs> i remember an,
2: i remember enough i remember the vibe i don't necessarily remember the ending but i I remember i remember i remember like the the ending coming and i was like oh
0: remember the feeling you had yeah
2: it was like a it was like a nice like oh
1: and that might have been a relief
2: because i knew i was gonna go to sleep
1: um hey, hey, but ben, hey ben did we pass out when he showed us enter the void i mean we got a little sick but we stuck it through didn't we hey, that well, wasn't no, at like
2: three issue, in the morning
0: the issue with matt is when matt sl- falls asleep it's because matt needs to fall asleep so it's like like the terms with matt are once he starts sleeping it's non-negotiable <laughs> And it's necessary. And everyone needs to just let it happen.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm, so. just, I'm just busting his balls. But, um,
0: <laughs> yeah, balls no, like sleeping.
1: it's, it's – um, you know what? Surprisingly, after this, I did a little research. In China, they did actually start making – I don't want to call them – you know, like, features, but they are oh. more along the lines of B-movies. And if you <laughs> Google them, there are a lot of copycats, kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, yeah, ex- you can say, like, kind of like an exploitation of Mr. Va- vampire Genres. And it's, if you Google some of the recent ones that came out, the lead star, they got this guy that looks almost like the the Taoist Priest Lampage oh, really? In in from the original Mr. Vampire. Yeah, oh, it's that's ridiculous. Amazing.
0: That is that's yeah. the
2: movie. Horror. The movie I, re- I really want to see is Ricky Lou recently did a movie called Mr. Zombie. Yes, and then, yeah, and, yeah. and he did a movie just I think called the Tao- called Taoist Priest.
1: Yes. Was, <laughs> Mr. Zombie. I, don't know, I need Zombie
0: to watch is, it. Is his
1: his attempt to? I guess they just wanted to, to cash cow it, and ever since Rigamortis Mortis* came out and. Yeah, he started doing all these. Yes, it's the original director. uh, Unfortunately, he hasn't done anything huge lately, or so. uh,
0: Like, so it's like a George Romero situation.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like that. There are um, Mr. Zombie. uh, Sorry, Mr. Vampire. Uh, exploit films out there that are oh. still being made today and starring some of them are starring the the, the guys the actors are still alive today that we oh, saw yeah. in, in uh, rigor mortis so yeah i know if you guys if our audience out there are, are curious i would say check out the original mr vampire series and you know and and then Google and YouTube uh, find these Mister Zombie. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna, we'll have to bring
2: up, up. <laughs> Mister Zombie.
1: <laughs> oh, and all God. I'm gonna
0: say is that in this case, with me, it was the fourth Mister Vampire, and the fourth time <laughs> okay. was the charm. Oh. Good night and good morning like
2: and subscribe
1: see y'all later